That's right, baby. Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Last episode of 2021, which can burn in fucking a fiery car accident in hell. We hate it. We hate it. Hated this year. Really hated it. Thought 2020 was bad. Oof. Then 2021 hit and I went, oh, 2021 was like, hold my beer. Yeah. I, I, I wish I had high hopes for 2022, but oh, you know no. what, bitch? I'm yeah. like my life motto goes, manage your expectations and you'll never be disappointed. Yeah. You know? I'm expecting the bare minimum from 2022. So if she can pull that off, I'll be fine. Yeah. But honestly, I have a therapist now, so it's all good. And Great. We're, we're switching health insurance. Made sure she takes the one we're getting. So we're good. No interruption in service. <laughs> because America can do that to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive. <sighs> oh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Mostly the worst of times. It was the best of friends in the worst of times. That's all we got going for each other right now is oh my god is laughing yeah oh man well gosh we have a mailbag episode oh the love end of it the year oh it's so fun we we hollered at y'all and asked for stories and oh my god uh, any questions you had nobody had any questions for us i think we're pretty much an open book that's why i know um, we literally talk about but our buttholes and yeah you know it's, stuff so yeah we've said just th- truly throughout the years things i would be horrified by if someone brought it up to my face mm-hmm. um and yet you know what that's fun because also it's just for a fleeting second and then i feel closer to everyone you know because it's like oh good i don't have to hide this thing yeah it's this <laughs> is what you hear is what you get yeah yes <laughs> yes that's it that's, that's it we got this was, it's all laid bare. Um, I did so love, yeah. We, we, yeah, we got lots of amazing like holiday traditions that people have and stories that people have and even just some emails where people were just like, just want to say hi. So which, sweet. Oh so my sweet. God. Yeah. And so um, that was very fun. Uh, and we got a news a news update, which is not no longer news. And we knew it wasn't going to be by the time this came out because it's kind of old at this point. But we're going to share it because it's relevant to the podcast and it's very fun. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Um so yeah, we're going to we're going to just go through all that. Yeah. Any business before we do? I just want to plug the Patreon. Um we have a Patreon. I know we've talked about this before, but it's so fun and the best. Um, <laughs> this, this Listen, it is more of this content. There it's it's just yeah. conversations we have and you can opt in for extra content from us that's all it is nothing's different yep. it's just more of what you love and know here mm-hmm. um in the form of a Q&A which normally just ends up being like a conversation Aaron and I have uh about you know maybe a topic if someone asks a question or something you know mm-hmm. uh, relevant and then another one is a bonus episode it's an episode just like we do on here but it's a bonus <laughs> hence the name yep and then the other one, the other piece of content we do that you can like subscribe to is a commentary. And this month we talked about and just like that, which is the Sex in the City reboot thing. Spinoff. Yeah. Spinoff. Uh-huh. Honestly, we might have to talk about it again in January because we talked about it when there were only two episodes and the whole Chris Noth um, like 
News. sexual predator stuff yeah. which is God. not a surprise by the way hadn't no. come out yet and so uh, we haven't talked about that at all and like we need to talk about it and so we might as well record it and give it to the patrons <laughs> i mean i kind of want to do a bonus episode just on this one page of a like i think it was like a people magazine or something mm-hmm. where it was like the grossest like weirdest it was like weirdest celebrity come-ons where it was like where it was like weird gross stuff that yeah. male pick celebrities lines. pick up lines or yeah. or like weird things male celebrities were doing to like to hit women yeah to, yeah it or hit chris on noth, people yeah hit on people chris noth was like on the page i'll i'll have to send it to you because it's like it's like celebs that you know and love it's, that are like oh. you know like the rock and like <gasps> Oh, it's not like I thought you were going to say it's like Kevin Spacey, James Franco, Matt Lauer. Like it's like from 2003 and like it was like telling the future. Like this is just a two page spread of all the male celebrities that would be in prison at some point or canceled. Uh, Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, God. Oh, cringe. Uh, Yeah. And then I yeah, I, I just I or I was thinking we can just do a whole episode on like how much how hacky comedy was mm. in like the like early 2000s oh my god but was it it might not have been hacked to us then because it no, was no it wasn't right but that's what comedy is because we get so used to it and then it's like oh that we've heard that a million times but isn't that I, interesting yeah i think i would like an example of this is i was you know I've just, we like have back we like put background movies on like while we're like on the weekend while we're like you know hanging with the kids or whatever Mm -hmm. and I think I put on like just friends or something oh it's brutal (laughs) it is oh problematic oh my god it is so awful honestly I think that's kind of why I don't like Ryan Reynolds yeah he really (laughs) all of his films have always been like he's always kind of a gross dude trying to be a nice guy and it's like you're not a nice guy you're manipulating women in a way that's gross it it was and like Anna Ferris is like in it and he's like a pop star yeah yeah, uh, it's he's like so mean to her character (gasps) really yeah yeah that was his like shtick I feel like in during that time which Mm -hmm. it's like mean well it was like the negging that like the pickup artist was teaching people of that time period well it's like the whole thing was like he's with this like pop star and like he hates her yeah like just absolutely hates her it's like this is so weird like why is he with a person he doesn't like it's so like yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, you know. There's no rhyme or reason to. I don't know, and it's like things that we just like wouldn't have noticed, and we were like, we would be just like roll our eyes at or like think was like funny or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Comedy standards change decade by decade. It's very obvious. It is. Yeah, it is. And I think as we become smarter and more aware of like social and more mature etiquette and more mature and just mm-hmm. more accepting i think um looking back everything feels like it's punching down it's like mm. i mean if you watch any movie from the 80s it's like let's just shit on a woman this whole time for like being frumpy or whatever it's like what why would we do that 
<laughs> well, I th- and I feel like even like watching 80s movies, there's like some like there's definitely problematic stuff. Like, obviously, it's the 80s. Yeah. But the way that like I-, I feel like the early 2000 movies just like zero in on and keep mm-hmm. hitting over like over and over on are like fat phobia and just like hating women. And yeah. it's just very, very, very like it's like dialed up to 11 for some reason it's yeah I don't know just I'm watching friends yeah. I'm like re-watching friends so it's very much a lot of that and it's just like oh yeah it's like wait what's this funny yeah. yeah so join us on patreon for more content we just really just talk a lot of shit we do it's, it's very unfiltered um yeah it's very fun well do you have anything fucked up this week uh yeah my my uh my stomach is just really on the edge these days. Uh, mm. I I don't know if you noticed if you guys noticed last week I was kind of recovering from a cold. I was like had a couple of, like little sniffles and coughs. The last the like last... two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got sick on our way out to Palm Springs. Yeah. Um, the first time I'd been out of the house in many, many, many months to do mm. anything different not Um, at home yeah not at home yeah and was excited about it and I got sick like as we're like driving out there um and so I was starting I was struggling with that getting over that Jack came home sick with a stomach flu I got that Mm. also DJ got it our whole like the only one that didn't get it was Damien he was totally fine unscathed somehow um I mean, a little TBD, but oh, yeah, no, he's fine. Uh, but yeah, I was, I had a stomach flu for the first time in, I don't know, since I was a little kid, like maybe. decades, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was, it absolutely destroyed me. And I had probably one of my darkest, like, few days mentally oh. <gasps> uh, of, of my life. In the past, it was really, really fucking hard. I just, we have, you know, it's like these things. Like I know when you're when you have you're sick and you have kids, it's like you can't really ask for help because you don't want to spread any of the sickness around. Oh, but you really can't do it in these times. Like there's no, no relief. Mm -hmm. And so with both me and DJ, we're like pretty, pretty down uh, with this horrible illness and Jack you know just so so sick and it was like borderline scary and just it took me out like completely um for like two days like pretty pretty hard so I just and it's like on top of everything it's just I had a real pity party for myself like where I'm just like am I ever gonna like not be sick am I ever gonna feel better am I ever gonna get out of the house am I ever going to feel okay again about anything and it was spiraling oh the one of the worst spirals and it's just like you know it's this time of year it's very hard like as it is like seasonal depression mm-hmm. we are in the middle of a, a an, another huge uh covid spike and it's just you know it's everything it's everything all at once and i just i Ugh. it was i'm i was like holding on for dear life my god so if if 
you can relate if you are hearing this right now and you're like bitch yes I have had that happen many times or you know whatever I'm dealing with my own shit and that sounds horrible but also I got my own shit so (laughs) you know it's everybody's got something so Uh, I feel you this time of year is brutal anyway it's I am I'm almost back to normal but shit I just can't even believe we're like our friend I was venting to our good friend Jesse about all this mm-hmm. she has two kids also and she's like you know what I have the same because I was like telling her like some heavy shit yeah and she's like I have the same same thoughts um but I just remember we're in a weird time and we are just not meant to do this as humans alone yeah it's just not it's not fair it's not right so yeah just know that <laughs> you're doing all you can so because I'm like I'm literally like doing the bare fucking minimum right now as a parent <laughs> I mean Sucks. honestly I, I think most people are yeah it's I just don't I can't imagine a scenario where like people are doing okay two years into this yeah, I don't, like any I don't, major bump in the road or any minor bump in the road is like it, it could throw you into a tailspin. Yeah. But that's why you take care of your mental health. You, you know, you talk to people, you, you yep. have medication, whatever you need to do to like level set, you know, what's going on. Because it's just like it's too much. It's all too much. Yeah. It like, is. It, and, you know, you you might think, you know, I'm totally fine. Like, I'm doing yeah. good. I, I Like, I was thinking that. I was like, yeah. all right, you know, it's, you're fine. You got it. You're, you just got to one foot in front of the other one day at a time, whatever. Man, I'm telling you, it was just like, it's that thing of where you're one, uh, one <laughs> like, crisis away from absolutely losing your mind. And I was like. Crisis in quotes, too. Crisis in be. quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Be anything. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing. The whole, you know, it's like really having to check in with ourselves when it comes to like saying, oh, no, you could do this one foot in front of the other. It's like, why? Why Why not ask for help? Why not like, you know, it's like we're so conditioned to just think that we need to power through everything yep. by ourselves and no one's going to help us. And it's like, no, that's not true. Like we can, you know, help comes in a variety of ways and well the help that I required was like physical help yeah yeah (laughs) I was like laying on the floor and I was like I can't get up no energy yeah to nurse my baby right now which is you know so then help is like formula then help is like you know it's like you know it's just well we're we're lucky how it happened like I it was Jack was sick Mm. and I was like taking care of him and then I got sick oh it made the rounds and he started to swing up a little bit, but then he came back down and I was like still okay. But then I got really, really sick. And then DJ was like taking care of me and then he got sick and I started to swing up. Yeah. And was able to like, you know, step in and it worked out. It worked out. I went, and it also like happened all over the weekend. So it wasn't <sighs> like, you know, DJ had to work. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's like you can't, can't stop. Oh it, my God. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. It's, yeah. No, it's a it's rough. Yeah, I I just can't even believe like <laughs> honestly, Pete and I are lucky we don't have kids during this whole pandemic because I just can't. I don't know what it is about my like mental capacity, but I'm just like I couldn't even imagine like 
having another being to take care of. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know. I just couldn't. I don't think I'd be capable. Like, I just don't want to. <laughs> no, you. I wouldn't you know want to. I'd be like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> oh, I literally was like, I was like crying to DJ. I was like, I don't like this. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to do it anymore. When is this over? <laughs> when do I get to go away from this? Yeah. When How do, do I, I move do- out and live by myself for I the was remainder just- of the time? <laughs> I was just crying. I was just like, I don't like this. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm not going to do this anymore. So <laughs> so good luck. Me. Goodbye. Yeah, good riddance. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave. Yeah. This sucks. I'm done. Oh, God. It's so yeah. hard. I just have so much like empathy for all my friends like you and our friend Jesse. And like, you know, it's and of course it's like, yeah, there's never just one thing. It's not it's like. It just feels like things keep compounding on each other. And they are. Yeah. Yeah. So it it is <laughs> We are hard. unwell, I fear. We I are fear. unwell as like a general population. Yeah. And yeah. just in so many ways. I mean, yeah. like, it's not even just like, oh, this is a lot. It's like people are unwell in that they think they are immune from things and don't need to be vaccinated. Like, we're just like... We're such a mess, but we're all human. And we all got our shit. And we all you got know our what? shit. Doesn't I mean we have to be rude to each other. No, but I am I will say I'm very tired of being resilient and strong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna be that anymore. I wanna um uh, be like, soft and uh you know lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, well I strength is so there's so many different meanings to it, you know. <laughs> It's, I don't want to have to be it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I know. I just want to be taken care of. But you know uh-huh. what? I'm I'm 30 redacted years old, and no one's taking care of me. I'm taking care of myself. And that's, that's right. what happens. And being an adult sucks. I mean, I just can't believe that. I still, like, I am, you know, allegedly 38 years old, and <laughs> I, I can't, I, I'm still, like, kind of in shock that I have, I'm allowed I'm I'm somebody is saying it's okay for me to take care of two children it just seems <laughs> yeah. wrong someone calls you mom yeah it's yeah. it feels very uh not okay so I don't know so anyway. weird no What's one your talks up? about this though well it I because nobody wants to admit that they are like I think I'm not good at this is <laughs> what I'm saying what I'm trying to say is I don't you think everyone thinks that yeah but nobody wants to admit it like I'm I'm fully (laughs) admitting it now like I'm self-aware and it's ruining my life okay (laughs) (laughs) because I know I suck at this I am very bad at it but there's no getting away from it you know it's like I can't I can't like (laughs) what is good and what is bad like you 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 are keeping your child clothed fed alive safe that's what you have. That's all that you can I do. What, everything else, if they turn out amazing, bonus. If they turn out fine, bonus. Also a bonus. Like if they turn right. out to be like serial killers or something, I hope you have a heads up before that happens so you can like course yeah. correct. Um, I mean, here's the that thing. Would be bad, but here's what, <laughs> yeah. here's, here's what I, I read. You know, I read all the the you know parenting books, articles, yeah. whatever bullshit there's always time to course correct there mm-hmm. there you can you can you know behavioral adjustments can be made 
but they first have to start with the the parent and that is like that's the, the but thing. who's not fucked up that's what out I'm of saying. everyone like i mean everyone's carrying baggage from something in their childhood it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is it could be the most benign type thing to to one person and it could have broken another person mm-hmm. like you know everyone's dealing with st- stuff like I don't know. It's yeah. but you do got to deal with it. That's the thing. It's like you can't control what happens to you when you are being raised. You can't control what family you're born into or what situation or whatever. But when you're an adult and you realize that that stuff is affecting you, you got to deal with it. That's my yeah, opinion. because that's not your. You, that's the most adult thing you could do yeah. is like recognize and and adjust. Yeah. Um, I but I what I'm saying is I just don't. It doesn't feel right that I am allowed to take care of two children. <laughs> That's all. I know. I bet so many people feel like you. Yeah. I uh, it, I, I bet you. Oh, I know. Everyone feels inadequate. Yeah. It's like, you know, we all it's it's a feeling I don't have about kids, but, you know, about other things. But it's like, of course, how. But this is what people don't talk about is what I wanted to say. Aging and how you never feel older than like in your 20s. I don't feel older, I you know. know, except for like sometimes my back hurts or whatever. But it's like. I think I it's because your brain stops developing yeah. to some degree. You know what I mean? Or like it develops on a very slow trajectory or like it starts to break down. Yeah. Like your problem solving skills and like your personality has developed and you're no longer mm-hmm. like like you feel comfortable in your own skin. And mm-hmm. but but then, yeah, it's just like there's no changes. Like I feel like. Oh, yeah, like we would go out and party and that was like, what, five years ago? And it's like, no, no, that was like 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Shh. <laughs> and know, it's like, I what? Know. No. And then it's like, yeah. Yeah. Try putting on a high heel now. Your feet are fucked up. Oh, dude, I Good was luck. looking at my shoes today and I was like, oh, I'm never wearing this again. I don't even think this is in style anymore. Bitch, why are you, why are you even... Why is this even in your closet still? Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm like hiking boots or tennis shoes. <laughs> There's no in between. Or a flip flop. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well. What's your fucked up? Okay. My, you're also a fabulous mom. And your kids are Thank angels. You. I mean, the one Thank is you. a blob still. So we're TBD. But Jack is great. So at Thank least you, you have that. Thank you. Um, okay. My fucked up thing of the week. Just one thing. Just saw a license plate right before <laughs> we saw, started recording. What do you think? The license plate. Do you need to write this down? Yeah, or... let me write it down. Okay, write it down. I, I'm a visual person. Hold on. <laughs> okay, because I want to ask what you think it means. Okay. Go. Okay. It's C L D B R S T. Cold breast. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was driving. I didn't even see it. And Pete goes, cold breasts? Why would someone have that as their license plate? And I was like, what? And I was like, no, it's totally cloudburst. Bitch, that's cold breasts. I know. <laughs> uh, I know. And then I was like, what kind of job or like, per- like, who is They're a this? meteorologist. <laughs> like that's their last. It's like Stephanie Coldbreast. It's like and and Cloud weather burst. on the ones with. Oh, 
you're going with your your interpretation, it's definitely a meteorologist. Yeah. If it's, no, but if, it's asking... if it's cold breast, then it's a mammogramist. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a I'm a mammographer. A mammogramist. A mammographer. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah. Oh, okay, that that's it. So funny. <laughs> Yeah. What are people doing with vanity license plates? <laughs> Fucking, you don't need a personalized license plate. Let's just, unless it's cold breast. That's funny. <laughs> I thought maybe or, she could or be like you're a topless a, dancer or something. Or uh, you're, a, you're you work in the deli. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you're an ice cream scooper, you know, because you have to lean into the like freezer with your torso. <laughs> Oh my god! Cold breast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! All I right. love it. I love it. That's okay. too funny. Well, oh, I would man. be curious if anyone listening, do you have a a a custom license plate? And is it funny? Or what was the best one you've ever seen? That was pretty good. Yeah, I think I I, I have like I usually take pictures of Me really too. really good or funny ones. I'll have what? to. Or like, or license plates that like almost spell something by accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. I love the game, like the puzzle of figuring out what a license plate means. Yeah, it's, it's great. so delighting to me. It, it is. It is yeah. delightful. So delightful. Okay, well, let's get oh. into our <laughs> mailbag. <laughs> yeah, we like Nicole said we got a lot of really fun, lovely messages. Yeah, um, but we just picked a few to read to you guys so without further ado uh why don't you start us off with our first one okay this um this story comes from alex and they write hey i just wanted to start off and say that i love your podcast and it makes me giggle every day when i drive to school or to practice etc keep doing what you're doing i hope are they a young person that's very exciting I think so, yes. Oh, my God, we're reaching the youths. The youths, yes. Okay, Uh, they go on. Anyways, I have a kind of fucked up story about the elf on the shelf, which ties into last week's episode, which is so fun. Um, Yes. Okay, so let me start off with some background info. I am 17 years old. Oh, okay. Very young. Oh, my God, they're listening. I hope you have a parent's permission. This is talking about some very adult things. Yeah. (laughs) But good for you. You're getting uh, educated uh, before we learned all this stuff way in our 20s, probably everything we talk Mm. about. So, yeah. Okay. I am 17 years old and Jewish with a Muslim mom. I attend a Catholic all girls school and therefore I'm friends with some very religious Catholic families. Because of that, I often go to their religious dinners on Sundays and have very religious conversations with them, etc. Oh, very rich religious upbringing how cool very like very varied very varied yeah and good for you for like going and engaging in a lot of this because that can be very difficult so I feel like this person must be very strong-willed and like um a good conversationalist and open-minded yeah open-minded yeah About four years ago, I went over to a friend's house during Christmas break, and I was having a great time. We were wandering the house, and I saw this weird-ass-looking elf with an empty gaze just staring at me. (laughs) It's shark eyes. Yeah. Uh, His eyes were like a doll. A doll's eyes. (laughs) It has Annabelle's eyes. I had never heard of the whole elf-on-the-shelf shit and all the weird myths and customs that come with it. Us either. So Mm -hmm. naturally, as any Jewish 12-year-old girl in a foreign Catholic household would do, I touched the fucking elf. (laughs) 
myself. Uh-oh. And when I tell you the split... <laughs> I just spit. And when I tell you the split second my grimy little fingers touched that elf, the mom came right around the corner and saw me. She shrieked because my friend had seen me touch it as well. She grabbed my arm and sat me down at the table and started yelling at me and telling me the elf had lost its magic. Bitch. No, this mom. Uh-uh. Oh, she called my mom and told her to come pick me up and told my mom that I was a disrespectful piece of <gasps> shit that was corrupting her daughter. O-M-G. What? No. As soon as my mom came to pick me up, my friend's mom grabbed me yet again and basically dragged me out of the house and threatened to call the cops. What? Oh, no. If OK, if another mom had done that to me and my mom. Oh, your mom would have mom- thrown punches. <laughs> My mom would have ripped their fucking face off. Your mom would have ripped cops, chunks of hair. The cops would have come, but not not for me, for my mom probably because <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would have thrown her hands. Oh my god. Okay, so they Jesus. go on. My, my mom was trying to keep a straight face because she was laughing so hard. After Christmas break, when we all returned to school, I found an elf in my locker with a note that said, "Maybe this time you will learn your lesson." Ew, what? no. Now the elf's making threats? No, no, no. We threaten the elf, okay? Yeah. We're (laughs) that little Donnie twat is going down to the bottom of the lake, okay? Yeah. All right. Oh, my gosh. Um... I straight up shitted my pants and started crying. The girl got suspended for three days on the account of threatening another student. Good. With a fucking elf on the shelf. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. Looking back at it now, I still don't know why the mom freaked out the way she did and what possessed my friend to do that. Either way, I tell that story to any new friends over Christmas break just to make sure they won't freak out on me like that again. (laughs) Yeah. Get that vibe check. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure these people, one, aren't fucking with the elf. And two, if they were, they're cool about it and it's chill and it's not some fucking bullshit. And they're not and they're or they're like, that mom sucked. I hope she's in jail now. Yeah, and their mom isn't unhinged. A little kid. Yeah. Yeah. God. Anyways, happy holidays to my favorite podcast. I hope this new year brings many more laughs along with butthole and dick jokes. Merry Christmas and a happy new year, Alex. Oh, Oh, Alex. Wow. Thank you, Alex. My traumatic event. My God. Fucking elf on the shelf. Oh, my God. I feel like this is kind of what we were talking about last week where it's just like, yeah, you like if you don't know the lore, like you're you can't. I don't know. It's just like such a weird thing. It's also I, I'm very I'm, I'm very mad about this mom who yeah that mom flew off the handle at a, another a kid that wasn't hers, and is obviously so invested in using this as a tool for her own to parenting. control her children. Yeah, 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 that she like would have this kind of reaction. Hello, like, this what? is a Catholic household. Use Jesus and put the fear of God into the children like normal yeah. houses. Don't too. you don't you talk about fire and brimstone and shit? Yeah. Come on. Come you're on ca- you're Catholic. Yeah. You can shit. do better. <laughs> no, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's I think probably to it's like that thing of when you're caught in a lie and you really don't you double down and you get all upset. And it's like, yeah. mm, I think the problem here is that you're caught in a lie. Um, yeah and that that mom was really holding on for dear life what a piece of shit yeah what an <laughs> asshole oh uh, poor alex well thank you for the story so good 
We love. Yeah, that was great. That was mm-hmm. good segue from last week. Yes. Um, okay. Well, the next story we have is a little, is uh, a little. It's it's intense. Yeah. Um, it's um, fucked up for sure. Trigger warning. Uh, chat like child endangerment. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. This one comes from a listener. Not going to say their name. They wish to remain remain anonymous. Excellent. Um, it was okay. This story starts. Uh, it was the early. It was early 1991, and I was six years old in Murrieta, California. It was Christmas Eve, and my dad took me and my three year old brother out for out of my mom's hair to run some last minute Christmas errands. Our last stop was at a Thrifties. Shout out to Thrifties oh when 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 uh, Rite Aid was still Thrifties. That was always our Christmas Eve tradition. My dad would take us to Thrifties to buy my mom presents. Uh, I think my dad did the same thing many yeah. times. It, I have um, such complexes about I. It created such deep guilt and like <laughs> I have weird things now where it's like. <laughs> just like i have to get my mom like such a good expensive present no like you know like it's just thoughtful like, yeah, yeah she yeah. was just really screwed for so many years when we were like we got you this like perfume set that you don't wear and you hate from friday yeah. <laughs> mom do you like this britney spears perfume that we got you this j-lo glow uh oh that's perfume good. set yeah, yeah. No, i know it's nice <laughs> uh anyway um <laughs> This no-name cookware. Do you like this muffin tin? <laughs> it's we found it. Do you like this gel ice pack for your eyes? Like, yes, it's nice, but also. Um. Anyway. Oh my god. Uh, our last stop was the thrifties. My dad said he had to run inside real quick and to wait in the car and don't get out. Well, six-year-old me was not about that and made my little brother get out of the car and search the sky above for Santa's sleigh. Oh, my God. Worst nightmare. Oh, my um, God. But that it's very cute. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm imagining oh, as Jack the parent. and Damien. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get out and fight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, the 90s, though, when, like, dads and moms would leave kids in the car all the time. Yeah, they're like, Just... can you walk down to Rite Aid by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to get home from here? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um... As we looked about searching for Santa, a suspicious gray and black 300 Z- ZX Nissan car slowly pulled up next to us and stopped. When it stopped, my stomach dropped and I froze. Ooh. As a young man slowly stepped out, looking like he was possessed, pasty white with wild brown hair and a beard. He was wearing just a white t-shirt and nothing else. No. Oh, ew. He oh, locked- he was Donald ducking it. Ew. Oh, no. no I hate the- that. Don't ruin it. Ugh. He locked eyes with me. I was completely frozen, and he proceeded to lift up his shirt and expose himself to me. No, Angel. Oh, oh my no. God. But that Poor means baby. it was like a long shirt. Yeah. Like oh, a, but- ew, like a, you know what I'm picturing? Like a dirty, like, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, type like night <laughs> Like <shirt>. a night, <laughs> like the kind where they go, <laughs> Yeah. when they sleep Sorry. and like a nightcap they yeah. wear like a hat with it yeah oh, oh i'm God. sorry yeah it wasn't that probably Ugh. Ugh. um 
I just remember screeching at the top of my lungs, probably loud enough to pierce the ears of Santa in the sky above. <laughs> LOL. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I did sort of black out after that. I know he grabbed me, but luckily my blood curdling scream brought my dad out oh. of the store to see what was wrong. And my little brother ran to my defense with a stick oh. in his dress up cowboy boots and cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, this is so scary. Oh, I don't remember the ride home or what happened when he, we got home. That led to my mom calling the cops. I remember when the cops showed up, one of them was a woman. I got so excited that one of the cops was female that the little feminist in me perked up eager to tell her my whole story. I remember drawing the car I saw in detail as much as a six-year-old can and telling her exactly what happened. Oh, wow. After she left, I was so happy and excited I got to see a female cop. The trauma of the night subsided and it was back to Christmas Eve. That's a a blessing honestly oh yeah kids are uh, the way they i don't know how old this person is but i hope that's not coming up now six in 1991 that's oh so they're like our age close yeah oh okay yeah Ooh. yeah i'd be talking about this yeah to my therapist (laughs) yeah um I never heard again who that man was or if he was caught or if he attempted any other kidnappings in the area. And my parents never brought it up again. Till this day, neither my dad or brother remember this. They know it happened but can't remember. My dad was probably stoned. And and when I asked him if he remembered, LOL. Oh, was stoned Was when probably stoned and, and probably when stoned he- when I asked him if he remembered. Uh, <laughs> that Christmas Eve made me thankful for my ridiculous over-the-top blood-curdling scream, love of women and pa- women in power and will forever have a heightened sense of stranger danger oh my god thank you for reading this if you do and thank you guys for your podcast oh <gasps> i'm so glad this person is okay oh and my can god talk, it can like tell this story oh my god fucking scary my god i i don't want to like uh downplay or like take the attention off of this person's story by saying i had i had a similar situation with my dad and brother where something really? happened to me. Yeah. Not, I wasn't exposed. Do you know this story? I think I, think yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was like a, a whole big thing. But I talked, I brought it up to my dad and brother a couple years ago and they were like, oh, yeah, I guess I, guess I, I don't well, know. Because it didn't happen to them. You know, I know they and were there, but it nothing happened to them. Nothing so. happened to them. But my dad was standing right there and you'd think he would be like, oh, my God, are you OK? But it was that thing of she's OK. She's OK. And I yeah. was like, uh, <laughs> the fuck I'm not. not. <laughs> yeah, obviously you're not. You still remember it to this day. Yeah. yeah. No, it was actually like really traumatic. Circumstances were circumstances were, were very were. different. Very yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But it's interesting to me that we both had a younger brother and a, a dad in this situation who maybe didn't see it exactly. And my dad was also probably high. <laughs> <laughs> both when it happened and when I asked him about it. So, you know you what? Know? I just really relate to this person. And, oh, just my heart um, I know. goes out to them. And Oof. that's so traumatic. Just a reminder that bad things are still happening on Christmas Eve, so everybody stay safe out there. It's not a free pass. No. Christmas Day, too, probably is awful for some people, so. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my god. Keep gosh. your head on a swivel. <laughs> yeah, keep your head on a swivel. Um. Okay. I got another kind of heavy one, so. Okay. But sure. it's it's going to be okay. 
yeah trigger warning uh <laughs> trigger warning yeah talk of depression uh substance abuse suicide 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 ideation yeah yeah um okay so the person who wrote this said it they promise it gets funny at the end okay um, <laughs> uh, okay. okay this person this is writes, anonymous also also anonymous because okay. this is yeah this is very intense so trigger yeah. warning here P- um, P.S. Just like thank you to people for feeling like so comfortable sharing with us. It really makes mm-hmm. me feel good and like I don't know, like close to people. I know, really, that really, I don't really know very well. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But still, yeah, I mean, yeah. this person is like sharing this with us. They're like trusting and, us to like yeah. read this yeah. and and like be safe. You know, like hold it safe. It's just like very touching. I know. know. Oh, okay. Enough. Anyway. Um, Okay. Well, this person says, hey, dudes, here's a doozy for you. A doozy? Oh, Oh, no. Uh, It gets funny at the beginning. Yeah. Um, In the latter half of 2016, my life was in free fall. I lost my grandmother, was fired from my day job, was fired from my residency, had a hard drive stolen with 10 years of my music stolen, got my car repossessed. And was being evicted from my apartment. Then I got diagnosed with HIV, all all while being heavily addicted to crystal meth. To say I was a mess was an understatement. Oh, my God. Oh, Christmas that year was awful. My family had their get-together Christmas Eve, the first without my grandmother. And it was that Mm. night I decided to tell my whole family I was HIV positive with a fucking mixtape, LOL. Like I said, I was on drugs. <laughs> oh, mixtape. I don't even know how. How that do you do that? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't know how to communicate anything with a mixtape. I mean, that's kind of that's pure talent, honestly. That um, is, yeah. Maybe like, like sexy vibes or something like love. I don't know, but I wouldn't know how else. I have no I idea. Know. Talent, talent, talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they didn't know is that earlier that day, my roommate told me that he wanted me out of the house as my landlord was going to serve me papers for eviction. Oof. When I left that party, I had nowhere to go, nobody oh. to turn to, and I was probably in the darkest moments of my life before or since. Mm-hmm. I got out my phone to see if any local hotels had deals on hotels tonight. A very good app for finding cheap rooms at nice places, non-sponsored, mm-hmm. but it's good stuff. Co-sign that. Love hotels yeah, tonight. Um, third that. <laughs> uh, I found a room and checked in. When I got settled in, it was the first time in my life that I've ever considered taking my own life. Oh. oh. I had a plan. Won't get into details, but it would have been doable with the tools available to me in the room. The room had a mini bar, so I figured, what the hell? I'll make a drink and have a snack or whatever. And then I saw a bag of those Chinese... <laughs> and then I saw a bag of those... Christmas red and green M&Ms and thought of my grandmother who always had them on her coffee table at the holidays. So for the first time in a very long time, I prayed and tried to talk to her and said something to the effect of, Nana, if you're here, please give me a sign. Nothing happened. So I laid down for a minute and not five minutes later, I felt two loud bangs on the wall behind me. And I took that to mean she was showing me the signs and felt like, okay, I'm not going to go through with this. Super oh. special moment. Bless. Yeah. No. A few oh. minutes later, the bangs became the bangs came again, along with grunts and a very loud woman screaming. It was, 
It was like as if a. <laughs> oh, it was like as if I, I watched the sex scene in Showgirls on loop. Oh, a okay. It was like as if AI watched the sex scene in Showgirls on loop and decided, this is what sex is. <laughs> Artificial intelligence. Like they Artificial ingested the scene from yeah. Showgirls and they were like, the thrashing one I'm imagining yeah, in the yeah. pool, which is like the most uncomfortable thing. To, uh, it's all thrashing the whole film. Oh, um, my God. Oh, my Just God. writhing and, fla- and thrashing. Yeah. Elizabeth Berkeley. Wow. Like, had she not had sex until that point? It's just like, what is this? The closest to a sex scene, she, scene she'd ever done is when she was high on uh, the <laughs> no-dos. <laughs> I'm so excited. When she was in Hot Sunday. So- yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it was that bad. It was just bang after bang after bang, like a sh- like a show in a dryer. <laughs> A shoe in a dryer? A sh- I think a shoe. Yeah, that's a typo. Like a shoe in a dryer. Gugunk, 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 gugunk. And I just burst out laughing and crying all at once. Oh, baby. oh my goodness. Long story short, my dead ghost grandmother convinced me not to kill myself by putting me in a hotel room next to a couple having very bad sex. Oh. Merry Christmas. Oh, my it goodness. Did, it did point me in the right direction, jokes aside. I moved home to my parents' house and got in, into a treatment program. I'll be free from meth five years next month. It hasn't been easy the whole time, but it's definitely been worth it. So if you take anything from this story, if anyone listening is going through hell or struggling, I'm proof positive that there's always a tomorrow and humans are a lot more resilient than we always give ourselves credit for. And with that, I leave you with a quote from one of my favorite poems. Quote, sunrise is going to come. All you have to do is wake up by Neil Hilborn from the poem The Future. Oh, Happy holidays, DTFU, and the gang on the Facebook group. Love you all. Oh, my God. Oh, happy holidays. I know. That is uh... a hell of a story. Um, And, you know, like, what a beautiful message at the end. Congratulations Um, to this person for, like, mm -hmm. for their five years uh, of sobriety. And pulling out of that, like, just, like, those are all the, like, worst things that could happen to a person yeah you know some of the worst things that could happen to a person compounded yeah compounded yeah so like death and eviction and job loss and health and i mean it's just all the things happening at once yeah so my god um and you know just to like piggyback on that like really great like powerful message like Mm -hmm. just you know if you are struggling you know there's there's always help out there there's people who love you people who support you even though it doesn't feel like it yeah you know there's there's always something and someone out there for you so if you need to the the suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255 please like don't ever feel alone there's so many people who love you we love you. You are you are just you are loved. There is love in the world for you, and people want you here. And there's always a place to turn to, and always somebody to talk to. So, 
I feel like it kind of goes back to what we were saying in the beginning when you were talking about like being sick and it being so hard and it's just like, you know, we just don't think we in these moments like maybe even deserve help. Like mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard to ask for help because I think you feel like no sometimes you're not deserving of it and why would anyone want to help you or like you know mm-hmm. you know people have different reasons and we've been so conditioned to to feel like we shouldn't need help and everyone should be able to do things on their own no no one can do it, it alone Mm-mm. and so it's just really important to remember that and like this person's story is so powerful because that moment is what triggered you know them to move back home with their family and get the help they needed which was they needed help having a place to live getting treatment like saving money you know whatever like having support they just needed support in what Mm -hmm. it was they were going to do next and it's like if we can all just like figure out how to get to that point where we're we can accept help and we can ask for it and we feel deserving of it. Like we would all just be, it would be so much easier for so many of us. I know. I think one of the things that happens to me when, you know, in my, the way, you know, my brain works and in in my depression, you know, my experience with depression is I feel so undeserving Mm -hmm. that it causes me to self-sabotage and to, you know, hurt and lash out at people who are the closest to me because I don't feel like I deserve their support. So Mm -hmm. I just cut it off at the, at the pass, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that I don't even have, have that as an out sometimes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, luckily for me, I have very understanding and loving people in my life who are like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, (laughs) don't be an idiot. You know what I mean? Or and and then I could like kind of pull myself like I can stop myself a lot of times. But it's like, yeah, you spiral and it's just like you do and say things that are are designed to put yourself out further into the cold because you think you deserve it. And that is so far from the truth. Every person on this planet is deserving and... It, of of love and respect and man if you're if you feel like you aren't I promise you that you are I you promise fucking you talk to me I'll, I will tell you if you I'll feel like you're straight not, bitch yeah <laughs> you know hopefully everyone has people that can yeah help them figure it out and if they don't point yourself in the right direction and get a professional yep that's right I love a professional I love a professional. Uh, and again, thank you to this person who yes. sent in that story. And, and congratulations. Yeah, and congratulations to you yeah. for turning it around. We love you. So happy you're here. So yeah. happy um, that you are surviving, thriving, you know. Mm. Not just, just surviving, thriving. Yeah, yeah, not just surviving, thriving. Just really, really happy. Yeah. All right. Well, this last story is it's just a news update and this is going we're gonna go out on a good note with this one this is this is a this is a victory this is a victory i would say a 
New Year, a Christmas New Year's miracle, yeah. whatever. A triumph. A for triumph. 2021. It's like we could end this on a high ish note. Yeah. So let's we just do we it. need we need some good news from 2021. News. Yeah. She's been a she's been a tough rawhide fucking asshole bitch. But <laughs> here's one good, good here's one good thing that happened in 2021. Let me quote a song from <laughs> the very Christian Christmas pageant I did when I was like probably 9 years old. Um it was a dance and music recital and it was not through any ballet company. It was through a woman who lived down the street and we practiced in her basement. Amazing. <laughs> and I want to tell you, extra, extra, read all about it. It's good news. <laughs> and I think the good news was of Jesus. Yes. But yes, in yes, this yes. case, it's not. Okay. Okay. This uh, this is from Evan. The, the message goes, hey, girly pops, I am writing for... I am writing from you. Oh, okay, wait. The message goes, hey, girly pops, I am writing to you from the lovely Nashville, Tennessee right now, and I don't know if y'all heard the big news that the Nathan Bedford statue along the I-65 here was taken down a couple of days ago. We love to hear it. We We love love to see it. Oh, yes. I listened to your podcast about Nathan Bedford a couple of months ago, and I was loving all of the anti-Nathan Bedford jokes that were being made. (laughs) Nathan Bedford Forrest. Nathan Bedford Forrest. If you guys don't know or you don't remember, he was the Confederate um, general or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Who he's and he was also the first Grand High Wizard of the KKK. Yes. Oh, that's Um, right. And there's a horrendous statue of him in off the freeway in Nashville. It is. Such it's, an eyesore. Ugh. It's like and a five-year-old made it out of Play-Doh, and then they shellacked <laughs> it with gold paint and slapped it on the highway. It's horrifying. It's um, horrifying. And there's there's like many statues of this of this yeah. man, which is depressing as fuck. But but this is the ugliest one. Yeah. And because it was so hideous, it was very like prolific in a way. You know, it's like yeah. this one's very popular. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so they had listened to the episode. The statue has been a shit stain on this wonderful city, and it was already heavily graffitied and defaced. (laughs) I feel like graffiti would improve it, honestly. (laughs) Deface the horse and Nathan Bedford Forrest, and then keep the statue. I think that's fine. The faces are what what are so awful. We hate it. We don't. don't, Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like get get rid. It looks like a demon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't keep it, but you know what I mean. Like, deface the horse for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Like, remove its face. (laughs) I live in Nashville because I go to college here, but my hometown is about two hours south. Two hours south on the I-65. I have to pass that awful fucking statue every time I go home, and it's really (laughs) fucking ugly. But not anymore, since a construction crew is currently in the process of demolishing it. Yeah. I love everything about Nashville, the food, the people, the music, the culture, and the memories I've made here. The Nathan Bedford statue was just one of the terrible things about this city that I am glad is gone. All that being said, in case you didn't know the cunty statue was removed from the city, now you do. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love this. I love this news update for us. I love it's it. Great. I love uh, that they called it that cunty statue. What a treat. Uh, I want to go to Nashville real bad now. Me too. I know. Okay. Well, Evan continues. Anyways, it goes without saying. I love your podcast. You're both funny beyond words. And Nicole's laugh is honestly the best part about the show. I'm sorry. I'm, it is. Sorry. That's what one of the things we get the, <laughs> uh, the most comments about is it's how very infectious. Infectious. Your laughter is. Yeah. It was my number one on Spotify wrapped this year. If you go on tour again, please come to the Music City with love, Evan. He him. Oh, uh, bless you for thinking we've ever went on. We've ever gone on tour. <laughs> or that. Well, we did a meetup we in L.A., meet which, mm-hmm. yeah, we listen. Tell your friend, Evan, share this podcast every day with a new person. We need to go on tour and we will come mm. to Nashville. I will also come to Nashville by myself, like as a human person oh. traveling, because I just want to go there. I've never been. I mean, honestly, like we're manifesting this for ourselves in 2022. This is. Yeah. 2022 is Casa Bonita. Bonita. Uh-huh. Las Vegas, because we have to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. This is our tour. Casa Bonita, Las Vegas, Nashville. Let's let's start in Vegas. Yeah. On, on mm. to. Start in Vegas. OK, let's end in Vegas. Yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Casa Bonita, Nashville. Yeah. Vegas. Casa Bonita, Nashville, New Orleans, Vegas. Oh, pff, oh. Okay. Maybe Austin? Oh, love Austin. Okay. It's a whole We'd, southern thing. We do like a, a, a road big, trip, a loopy loop kind of yeah. thing. Can you take a week off? When can you take a week off? Because we need Probably a week. not. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Maybe when your mom retires. Yeah, that'll be in a, a few years. So. Yeah. Well, TBD. Well, TBD. maybe maybe it's a longer tour and it's more drawn out over a couple months. But yeah, well, yeah, TBD, yeah. TBD. Um, but we would love to make it to Nashville. And thank you so much, Evan, for sending this uh, wonderful update. I mean, yeah, it's something breaking news. All- <laughs> it's not breaking news. Yeah, <laughs> not breaking news from. Tori cold tits on the K5 <laughs> cold tits cold breast Tori cold tits I'm Bethany cold breast and not for <laughs> K5 997 oh my god oh my god um yeah what thank yeah thank you all <laughs> thank you all for writing and yeah uh, oh and if we didn't get to your your uh email maybe we'll you know do save another it for mail later. yeah yeah or do you can it, write yeah. us anytime we not anytime. just when we solicit it because we keep them and sometimes we do mail episodes in between i just think mm-hmm. um yeah i just any any time you want to write in we would love to hear from you yeah we love we love the stories we get from you guys um mm-hmm. we uh there's been a couple that I, we we specifically read like the more like uh holiday centric ones but we yeah. do have a few that we are where we've mm-hmm. that are incredible that we are saving for maybe a yes. later uh listener episode so yeah keep sending them we read everything um make sure when you write to us you let us know if we're if we're allowed to use the story mm-hmm. if uh you want us to use your name or not we'll only ever use first names um yeah pronouns uh, and your pronouns yeah yeah so easy easy yeah, easy, easy. easy. yep 
All right. Well, yes. And you can reach us on our website, dtfupodcast.com. There's a little yeah. form you can fill out. Yeah. And all of our social media, you mm-hmm. can always DM us. Uh, we're at DTFU Podcast everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. Twitter. We're all, oh we're my all God. those places. I'm still locked out of my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so old. <laughs> it's, it's not, not the even worst my thing. Fault. No, I know. Not the worst thing to be locked out of Facebook, honestly. I know, but I'm trying to start a small business and I have like so many people on Facebook that through the years that I would like to force into buying stuff, so you know. Yeah, it's not an MLM, guys. Don't worry. It's no, no, Nicole, it's Nicole has shop. an Etsy shop. Yeah. It's called Heart Six Studio. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, my God. At Heart 6 Studio on Instagram. Thank you for the plug. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Nicole's like, she, it's so crazy to me that, like, you have been able to be creative through all of this. Mm. Like, you are, talk about resiliency. Like, that is something that a lot of creative people have struggled with. Mm. this entire year and you were able to be creative despite so much this year so i'll tell you my secret okay (laughs) (laughs) it's how i don't feel guilty watching tv all day like i allow myself i'm like i'm gonna watch tv all day anything friends holiday movies movies i've seen a thousand times mad max fury road yeah, I want to watch that again. How do I how do I do this without upsetting Pete, who is working hard to pay for our lives? <laughs> and then I go, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll say I'm working on art <laughs> on my iPad. You're an artiste. I'm an artiste. I'm building a small business. And no, that I'm only half kidding. Um, it just kind of all came together. But yeah, I mean, it's just channeling. It's very meditative. So it's like how I spend time with my thoughts and process my grief and think about my dad and like, you know, it's just like mm-hmm. time that I need that maybe some people would meditate or, um, I don't know, do other things that like or can't, don't have the luxury because they're distracted by work. Whatever. I don't know. But it's been nice and I really enjoy my time. Ugh, it makes me feel good. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, you guys go check that out. Heart Six yeah. Studios. Oh, or studio. I always add an studio, S on yeah. the studio. Yeah. Studios. Studio. Because it's like, like more. Like bi- movie. It's like more bigger. Yeah. Like a movie studio. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I'm a, just a art. I'm a <laughs> art studio. I'm a sticker studio for now. That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Thank you to everybody who wrote to us. Yeah. And uh, keep, keep them coming. We love hearing from y'all. Cheers to 2022. Yeah, I don't have a drink, but cheers. Well, you know, whatever. A proverbial yeah. cheers. Yeah. We love you guys. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's do it. Let's let's get into 2022 and stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Each other. And if, you have, if you're not already excellent, then be excellent. Get, get into it. It's, it's never too late. It's never Ugh. too late to be excellent. You got, you can do it. You can do it. We love you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.